Hello and welcome to another Win Daily Sports Show. My name is Michael Brazil. I got my man Mitchell Tennis here with me, and we are going over game stacks that we like for Week Eight of the NFL. Mitchell, you're uh, nobody can see you right now, but you're in your nice Vikings hoodie. How you feeling this weekend, bud? Pretty good. Uh, maybe not so much about the Vikings game, but as far as as far as fantasy, I like the way the week looks and uh, ready to get ready to get to it. Ready to get to it. Well, let's uh, let's start one o'clock. I got the Detroit Lions at home against the Indianapolis Colts. We have the Colts favored by about three points over under of about 50, a little higher than I would have expected. What do you got for this game? What do you like him? What do you not like him? I don't like a ton from this game. Philip Rivers, I'll pass on him at 5,900. Uh, Matt Stafford at 64. Colts have been a pretty good defense this year. 6,400, I'll pass on Stafford. Galladay still has a reasonable price, although, like I said, the Colts defense has been pretty good. I think I can find better ways to look that I feel more comfortable with. And then T.Y. Hilton, avoid him. Uh, Zach Pascal, 4,500. No, Marvin Jones, you can maybe take a look at if you think they're going to um, put a lot of attention on Galladay. He's on the field a lot, 4,200. He's got a pretty nice price. Running backs here, though, I do like Jonathan Taylor a bit. Detroit ranks 23rd in rush DBOA. So I don't mind Jonathan Taylor at 6,600. And they've given up. Detroit's given up the sixth most fantasy points to running backs this year per game. That is what I like to hear. Hopefully uh, get a couple dump offs from P Riv to Jonathan Taylor to help uh, increase those yards and uh, maybe a catch or two here. Maybe he gets in the box. Hopefully they're going to free him one of these days. It's been weird, but we'll hopefully, hopefully this is the week, Mitchell. Hopefully this is the week. Let's move on actually to the Minnesota Vikings traveling to Green Bay. Looks like we're going to have a lot of wind in the uh, the forecast. It doesn't look like it's going to be great. We saw the Vikings get the shit kicked out of them the first time around against the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Jones ran wild. Devontae Adams did his thing. Aaron Aaron Rodgers, it was kind of his comeback party, I guess, from, uh, from last season. I don't think it's going to happen exactly the way it did last time. I think it, we would be a little silly if we believed it would just all happen over one more time. But we do have the Packers favored by seven. And the over-under of 51.5 started at 56, but it's come down a lot there. How are you feeling about this game? Do you think it's going to be a repeat of that first one? I don't know if it'll be a repeat. I can tell you. I won't play Rodgers probably at 76. The Vikings rank uh, middle middle of the league in pass defense, actually, surprisingly. Um, as far as past the past DVO and DVOA numbers go, anyways, and then Adams got in a hefty price bump at eighty-eight, up to eighty-eight hundred. I don't really like him because I believe the way it sounds, Alan Lazard is coming back, who's their number two. That was on IR. I actually would like uh, given a look him a look at 4,400 coming back. He was the clear cut number two receiver before he went on IR. And I believe, and he played three games, two of the three, he had over 16 fantasy points, I believe. Yes. Well over 18 and 18 and change. And then 29.4 that he got hurt. 
Yeah, so at 4,400, that's a nice salary saver. Obviously, you're going to have to keep an eye and make sure that he does play, but I'm pretty sure I saw he practiced, so he should be good. Mm -hmm. And then Green Bay ranks 20th in pass DVOA. So if you want, you could maybe look at Thielen or Jefferson. I'm not a big fan of it. Trust I'm not a big believer in Kirk, unfortunately. And then obviously the weather conditions in Green Bay aren't exactly ideal. But I will look to the running backs in this game, both of them. 7-5 for Dalvin. He should be good to go. Green Bay ranks 22nd and rushed DVOA and I believe has given up the most fantasy points per game to running backs at 34.5 per game. That is surprising. I did not know that statistic. That is pretty crazy. Uh, I would have never guessed, honestly. And then I guess uh, in terms of Aaron Jones, it looks like he he's questionable right now, most likely going to sit. Uh, are you going to pivot to Jamal Williams, or are you going to kind of just sit and wait and see if, if Aaron Jones is the uh, is the starter of the game? We'll kind of wait and see. I've, I feel like... He could have played last week, but they wanted to save him for a divisional matchup. Maybe the injuries, I guess, more serious than they ended up thinking it would be. So I'll have to probably wait and see with Jamal Jamal Williams getting a price bump up to 6100 Yeah, I don't really want to pay 6100 for Jamal Williams. Last week it was a little different, but this week is uh, maybe not. We'll see. We'll see. We're definitely, we're only, it's only Thursday. We still have some time to go. Let's move on to the... Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to Baltimore. This is going to be a fun divisional matchup. We have the Ravens favored by four over under of 46 and a half. So not super high Steelers defense. You can throw on them, but it doesn't really look like the Ravens can throw the ball. You can't really run on the Steelers defense. That's all the Ravens want to do, even though they haven't been great at it this year. Ravens are weird. Steelers have been much better than expected. How are you looking at this game? If you're, uh, if you're looking at it at all. Lamar Jackson is interesting to me here with him being priced down to 7,400, 5% ownership. I know he's going against the Steelers defense. I think if, I don't know, I just, uh, I think at 7,400 and if he's only going to be 5% owned, this would be a good, good chance to try to, to try to get a little bit of Lamar Jackson coming off the bye week. Then, I like that. I like that a lot. Anything else from this game that you're interested in? Chase Claypool, we've seen kind of once Deontay Johnson come back, he I got a little hurt, but I think he's definitely going to come back down to earth now with their presumed number one receiver there. What are you thinking? For me, Pittsburgh, all the receivers are priced pretty accordingly because you really don't know who it's going to be from week to week, you know? Mm-hmm. that. And then tight, but tight end Mark Andrews down at five eight to pair with uh, Lamar Jackson. Pittsburgh uh, uh, blitzes the most per QB drop back, so some nice tight end check down short yardage situations would be a nice spot to pair Lamar with Andrews. I like it. I like it. Um, moving on. Yeah, I'm not too interested, and in, I guess if. Ingram sits. You could look at these Baltimore backs. 
but I think he's going to play. Yeah. So other it, than that, I would we say can, we're you, good. The best running back in Baltimore is Lamar Jackson. So just play him if you're interested <laughs> in another running back. Um, so let's move on. This game, I think, will be a lot of fun. Tennessee, Cincinnati. Uh, Tennessee traveling to Cincinnati. We have the Titans favored by five and a half over under a 53 and a half. So they think there's going to be points. We know the Bengals can throw the ball. They just traded away Carlos Dunlap to the Seahawks. So if there was any pass rush, it's going to be gone this week. So Ryan Tannehill should be able to do his thing. You can run all over Cincinnati, as we've seen with the uh, with the Browns and pretty much everyone, what they've done this year. Tennessee's defense hasn't been quite as good as we think it has. Um, so I feel like this is going to be a pretty good game stack. What are you thinking about this one? I, yeah, I like both teams, both really the rush attack and – through the air, I think you can do either way. Joe Burrow got the price bump, sixty two hundred. If he is going to end up getting the price bump and being over ten percent owned, which is what I see he's projected at currently, I'll probably stay away. But I don't hate it. Tennessee ranks nineteenth in past DVOA. Tannehill sixty eight hundred, I think is a little bit too high for me, even though he's facing Cincinnati. I, I just don't. I don't know. That's this. These two QBs are pretty. Kind of on the. I'm on the fence on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if anything, they just got you know, good I've, matchups. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, great matchups. No, what I was going to say. I mean, we'll see what happens with Joe Mixon as well. Um, so I think that's something to pay attention to. Giovanni Bernard, fifty-eight hundred. Joe Mixon, sixty-three hundred. So uh, really, not too much extra value with. Um, with Joe, uh, with Giovanni Bernardo, Joe Mixon, honestly, so uh, it, it's it's a little disappointing. But I would say I'm definitely in on Derrick Henry, even though he is 8K. He's going to run all over this defense. You could bring it back on the other side with a little Joe Burrow and maybe a little Tyler Boyd, or even if you want to save a couple bucks, go down to AJ Green. He's looked like he's come back to life the last two two games. So I think that is definitely something that we can pay a little attention to. Um, how do you feel about that? Yeah, Henry, it, he's. At AK, he's a good, a good play against Cincinnati. I'll probably look for Dalvin, possibly. But I think other than Kamara, the top, the next tier backs, 8K to 7 or 6,800, I think, is where Hunt's at still. Somewhere in there, I like those running backs quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it should be it should be a lot of fun. So we'll see. Um, but as you bring up Hunt, let's move on. We have the Las Vegas Raiders traveling over to Cleveland. Looks like it's going to be a little windy here. That Midwest man, that Midwest wind. Where is the fun? Um, we know we lost Odell Beckham Jr. for the year. Um, is this might be a fun one? Honestly, two teams that are normally bad. So let's see if one of them can get good. Uh, I think that would be kind of fun. Both the Browns have been doing their thing this year, so it has actually been kind of fun so shout out to all our browns fans out there how are you looking at this game uh in terms of stacking yeah i like baker mayfield at 6100 las vegas as the 29th worst pass dvoa and has given up the fifth most fantasy points to qbs per game at 25 points per game and if baker hits that that would be a, a nice upside spot also he looked I know Odell got hurt last week, and if, if that scares people off, that's fine because I personally was watching the game and thought he looked a lot better without Odell. I think he could mm-hmm. play more freely and not have to worry about getting Odell his touches so he doesn't cry. 
Yes, uh, being a Giants fan, I'm very familiar with Odell Beckham crying. I've seen a lot, heard a lot. Uh, so it's definitely one of those things. Um, anything on the Las Vegas side of this game? Yeah, Derek Carr is obviously in a great matchup as well. Cleveland uh, has the 25th worst pass DVOA and has given up the seventh most fantasy points to QBs as far as a per game basis goes. If he's going to be this high owned, though, for Derek Carr, who's got mm-hmm. pretty much Darren Waller, Ruggs is there, but he really hasn't shown too much yet other than a deep ball. Uh, his one deep ball that he caught, well, two, I guess, but one was for a touchdown. I think I'll look for a QB. I'll look at a QB that I haven't been on the last couple of weeks that I like a little bit more. Mm, I guess we'll But if we out. look at Cleveland, I really think you can pair Baker with anybody in this spot. Jarvis at 56, Rashard Higgins at 42, Peoples-Jones caught a touchdown last week at 3,800. Mm-hmm. Even tight ends, you look at Njoku still at 3,800 or Harrison Bryant who caught two touchdowns last week mm-hmm. with Austin Hooper being out at 3,200. That would be a nice salary saver spot to pair Baker with as well. Not a bad spot. I think that would be a fun one. I think this game is actually going to be a lot of fun. So we'll uh, we'll see how one it more. goes. Let's, oh, talk to me. Kareem Hunt. He's one, That was oh, just one of my yeah. backs, 6,900. Yeah. 6, uh, Las Vegas has given up the third most fantasy points to running backs so on a per-game basis, giving up 32.9 fantasy points. So, And Las Vegas ranks 29th worst in rush D. So it's at 6,900, obviously a popular play, but I think I think you're going to really want to have him in this week. I love it. Uh, let's move on. New England-Buffalo. Uh, personally, I don't like too, too much from this game. I'm curious what you think. Bills minus three and a half. It is in Buffalo over under 42 and a half. So, yikes. Uh, no one yeah, thinks it's going to be too much scoring in this game at all. Yeah, I won't look at Josh Allen at 7K. Not a, not a huge fan. But I think an interesting play for QB is Cam Newton at 5,700. I know he looked terrible last week. But as far as rush defense goes, Buffalo's uh, the 26th worst as far as rush DVOA goes. So I think I think that could be an interesting spot at 5,700, a pretty pretty cheap price for Cam Newton. I it's it's difficult, man. It, um, one thing of note: Julian Edelman just got, went. Uh, I think had surgery today. He's going to miss the next couple weeks. It looks like. Um, Cam looks so great in the beginning of the year. And then I think defense has figured out like, oh, wait, he actually can't throw the ball. That Seattle defense is just complete trash. And we've seen it the last couple of weeks. He's just spiking the ball. It's, he's shot putting it. It looks terrible. It looks like his last game's in a Panthers uniform. So I think he's kind of back to that. I think he was always that. They just figured out, hey, Miami kind of sucks. It's a divisional game. So I don't think there's going to be a lot of points. It's Buffalo. It's New England. I don't think there's going to be a lot of points. So I'm pretty much off of that one. They, uh, they scared me out of it. Um, let's move on to another game. We have the New York Jets traveling to Kansas City. Last time I saw this game, let's see the line. It opened at minus 21 to the Chiefs, which you don't see that in the NFL. That's just absolutely absurd. It's at 19 and a half right now with an over-under of 49. So, I mean, they do not think the Jets are going to score any points at all in this game, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Um, is that something that kind of scares you? I mean, obviously, we know the Chiefs can do chief things. I wouldn't be surprised if they put up another 40 spot here. 
But with that big of a spread, like, are you worried that Patrick Mahomes isn't going to get the run, that CEH isn't going to get the run, that Lev Bell isn't going to get the run that they need to actually put up enough fantasy points warranting to play them? I think there's a possibility here. You're, it's uh, Obviously, the spread is huge, and it, it wouldn't surprise me if the over was still the right call. Uh, they're just – the I Jets are just – alone. The Chiefs alone can hit that over. That's the thing, right? Like, that's... Oh, I'm saying on the spread. You're taking the Chiefs? No, I'm saying the over on the spread. Like, over 20. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I don't don't love a lot. 8,100 for Patrick Mahomes. I believe that's the highest we've seen him this year. Yeah. Obviously, against the Jets, I think I'll play Lamar rather than Patty. Darnold at 48, not I just can't touch the Jets really. I just no. there's no chance. Bell, if you want to get interesting, 4600, obviously play the um revenge. Revenge card, yeah, against mm-hmm. the Jets. You can you can do that. 4600 really isn't uh too high of a price tag for him and if if they do get ahead, maybe they give him a little bit of run with the offense, with the offensive line. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that could be an interesting spot to look. Other than that, I think you could you can run Kelsey out at tight end, obviously at six thousand six hundred alone without Patty. But that's probably all I look at for this game. Tyreek sixty seven, if he catches long ball and a touchdown. He can obviously, he can obviously be at his. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he can have value right there. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, all right, cool. Yeah, that game sucks. So I think we can move on. Uh, let's go to the Rams traveling down to Miami. The Rams are traveling across the country again to play another one o'clock game. I feel like it's week eight and they've done this six times already, which is pretty crazy. But here we are, um, two a time. Tua is starting. Uh, It is his first game as a starting NFL quarterback. He got the bye week, so it seems like this was always going to happen. The Rams, we just saw what they did on Monday Night Football against the Bears. So I'm kind of curious what they're going to look like. The Rams minus three and a half over under 46. So Vegas doesn't think too many points considering we're seeing a lot of 50s on the slate as well. What are you looking at for this game? And I guess how much does Tua playing make it a negative for really everybody on that Miami offense. It's going to be even worse. I feel like starting him against this Rams defense and Aaron Donald, uh, Leonard Floyd, Jalen Ramsey. I think this is, this is a tough spot for two to start. So I actually, I do give most pretty much everybody a downgrade from if, Fitzmagic was at the helm. So I don't, other than Gaskin from Miami, and I think he, he'll he probably get there alone from catches. I think his, he can just easily get to 15 points with his his rushing ability. And then obviously he catches quite a few balls out of the backfield. I think Gaskin is probably the only Miami player I look at here. And then as far as the Rams go, I think Cooper Cup's in an interesting spot at 6,500. And then that's probably it for this game. Gerald Everett, if Tyler Higby yeah. ends up being ruled out again, I think 
would be a interesting play as well. I like it. I like it. Yeah, this game's gonna be weird. I want to watch it because I want to see Tua. Um, but I don't know. I don't. I don't really want to put money or play DFS on it because I don't know what the hell this defense or this offense is really gonna look <laughs> like. Uh, it's gonna be a weird one. So, hey, we'll see where it goes. Uh, let's move on. We have the Chargers fate going to Denver. The Chargers are favored by three and a half points over under a 44 and a half yet yeah, a lot of low totals this week so uh, i think that tennessee cincinnati game is going to be a fun one and be a little chalky but it still should be a good one um anything from this game i mean the the denver broncos have kind of sucked um the chargers outside of herbert like for some reason i mean keenan allen is just an absolute monster but then he'll throw like four passes to four other dudes for like 85 yards each and they're all touchdowns. So I feel like it's, it's like Herbert and Allen and then that's pretty much it. Is there anything else from this game that you're interested in? Drew Locke is slightly interesting to me. The chargers have given up the fourth most fantasy points to QBs, uh, 25.1 points per game. And at 5,300, I think that would be an interesting spot for, Drew Locke, if Tim Patrick is ruled out, however, I'll prob- I'd probably just scratch any interest in Drew Locke. But for me, if Patrick plays, I like I like Locke with Noah Fant at 47. I get that. Yeah, still, still a weird game. Chargers defense is solid. Yeah. Broncos have just looked weird this entire season. Obviously, Drew Locke was out for a little while. Somehow still beat the Jets. Man, the Jets are so bad. So uh, that's our first 4 o'clock game. Let's move on. We have, we're have we going to wait for the late game hammer, but New Orleans traveling to Chicago. This is Drew Brees' first game outside of a dome all year. It is week 8, so he hasn't left the dome yet. Um, so Saints minus 4. I don't know if I like that. Over under 43 and a half. It's going to be cold. It's going to be wet, probably at Chicago, right? Um, and it's probably going to be a little windy. 44 and a half for a Saints game. You know, this is the team that you would see routinely at 52, 53, right? Uh, 44 is just God awful, man. So um, any plays that you're liking from this game? This is, this is a, I mean, we can run on the Bears. So I think Kamara, I mean, he's always in play. But outside of him, like, where else are you looking? I'm going to, I'll probably fade Kamara. Oh, if he's gonna be if he's gonna be forty two percent again, I was so close to doing it last week, and I think it would have it would have done me quite a bit of good. But I didn't. I will probably fade Kamara this week, though. And then you can look at some of these Saints receivers as possibly a spend down spot if Michael Thomas ends up being ruled out. Obviously, Marquez Galloway. I believe got what was it seven passes last week? Yeah, on like ten targets. Well and it looks like Emmanuel Eight. Sanders is probably going to be out as well. And Alvin, our Allen Robinson is in concussion protocol. So a lot of shit going on. Yeah. This game. So you could, I wouldn't hit hate any of these salary saving receivers from this game if Michael Thomas and Allen Robinson are ruled out. End up ruled out. That's a lot of that's a lot of targets. A lot of usage missing from those two players and then your your highest receiver that you'd have to pick from if you cross those two out is 4700 so i think that could be a, a nice interesting spend down spot even with the low projected total 
Yeah, it's going to be a weird game. I'm excited to watch. I'm excited to watch all these games. And it's, I mean, at least they gave us three four o'clock games. I don't know why they only give us three. I wish they gave us four, especially with the Rams traveling east constantly. You can play a four o'clock game in Miami. It's, it's not illegal. Like they still have sunlight there. I don't understand why they do that. But let's get to the late game hammer. We have the San Francisco 49ers traveling up to Seattle. For the uh, Sunday 425 game, we have minus two and a half to the Seahawks over under of 54. There we go. And about 75% of the money is on the over. So everybody's like us. They want to see the points. How are you playing this one? I mean, San Francisco's defense isn't as good as it used to be with all the injuries. Seattle's defense is complete and utter garbage. The 49ers are going to run the ball. It doesn't friggin' matter who's running the ball, but they're going to run the ball. How are you looking to play this game? This is my spot. This is my guy that I was down on the last couple of weeks. Let's go. 5400. I'm going to roll out Jimmy G. He's one of my He's one of my favorite QBs this week. Seattle ranks 30th in pass defense DVOA. They have given up the second most fantasy points to QBs per game at 30.6 DraftKings points. So Jimmy Garoppolo at 5,400, if he gets 20 to 25, I'm pretty happy with that. I know he'll be without Debo Samuel, but I like pairing him with Ayuk at 58. I think he still has a ceiling there. And then obviously Kendrick Bourne, who's picking up some steam throughout the week at 3,500, are interesting to, to pair Garoppolo with. I don't. You can pair him with Kittle at 7K. I just, I'd probably rather play Kelsey, and I just think Kelsey's, Kelsey automatically gets there. I just don't think mm-hmm. his ceilings is high with the potential of being yanked. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, it's definitely interesting. It's definitely interesting. So I'm curious. Yeah, with Kelsey going up against the Jets, they might just be up by 100 at that point, and they really don't need to throw the ball. I just want to read this, uh, the running back list that I'm looking at. Uh, Raheem Mostert, IR, 6,400. Chris Carson, questionable, most likely not going to play, 6,200. Jeff Wilson Jr., out. He's going to be on IR pretty soon, 6K. Derek McKinnon is in at 5,700, but we saw the other, I think last week, we all thought he was going to yeah. start. He got yeah. one carry, I think. So even with Jeff Wilson Jr. going out, McKinnon got one carry. So I don't know how much faith we can have in him. Carlos Hyde most likely will play, but is questionable, 5,300. Jermichael Hasty 5K over here on DraftKings. He's totally fine, it looks like. So we'll see what happens. Travis Homer, also questionable. So the Seahawks have, looks like zero idea. Looks like Carlos Hyde should start. But it sounds like the Seahawks have zero idea who the hell is going to be in their backfield next week. DJ Dallas is the first completely healthy running back on Seattle at 4K. Is there, I mean, the 49ers running backs, we can never know who the hell to play, even when we know there's only one of them, right? So we don't know what to do there. Seahawks, we don't know who the hell is going to be healthy. Is there any play on the running back side, or are you just strictly sticking with pass catchers and and, and uh, quarterbacks on this one? Tevin Coleman at min price on DK for a running back. Get there. Yeah, he's still on IR, but he should be taken out pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, he's designated to return from injured reserve, it sounds like, for this week, this game. Obviously, it's a big divisional matchup here. If Coleman is good to go, I I think he'll get quite a few of their carries and touches with it being – I mean, obviously, it's – week eight but this is a pretty important game in a division that looks like it's going to be absolutely nuts and 
for sure probably will have two two playoff teams in in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure too. Um, and we have that extra wild card spot, so we have three wild card spots. Right. I don't think we're gonna see four teams. I think that's ridiculous. But with that extra one, I mean, considering we know a wild card team is not coming out of the NFC East. It's really just between the NFC South, North, and West to get those extra three spots. So I wouldn't be surprised if two came from one of those divisions, especially with the AFC or the NFC North kind of sucking too outside of like Green Bay. They're not very good either. So we'll see what happens. Sorry, buddy. I know you're wearing the Viking stuff, but not much I can. Um, We appreciate you, Mitchell. We're sorry that I poke fun, but we. No, no, I'm used to it. I'm used to it at this point. I love it. Awesome, man. Well, hey, uh, thank you. We went through all the games on the Sunday main slate. This is for all of you out there. If you have some questions, make sure to find us. Mitchell, where can everybody find you on the internet? At Mitchell101, T-H-O-E-N-N-1 on Twitter. And at Mitchell Tennis, T-H-O-E-N-N-E-S on Instagram. And in the Discord chat at BombCarlo15. Love it, Bomb Carlo 15 Come hang out in that expert Discord chat, windailysports.com backslash chat. Seven free days in the expert discord chat. You can find me at Michael Raziel one. Make sure to follow us at wind daily sports. One more time for the people in the back, windailysports.com backslash chat seven free days in the expert chat. And then there was none week eight NFL. We're here to help for Mitchell, for myself, for the wind daily sports family. We appreciate you. And we hope you make it a very profitable week eight of the NFL. <laughs>